You are listening to the podcast series of Mission to Amish People. Today's podcast is part three of three, entitled Understanding the Amish by Joe Kine. Mission to Amish People is a Christian ministry with a threefold purpose of evangelizing and discipling Amish and former Amish, helping Amish people who leave their communities by helping them transition into the English world, and by presenting the ministry to churches nationwide. You can find out more about Mission to Amish People by going to their website at www.mapministry.org. Welcome to Test All Things. Test All Things is an outreach of Tower to Truth Ministries, and I'm your host, Fran Sankey. You can find us on the web at tower2truth.net. Test All Things is a Bible discernment, evangelistic program, dedicated to creating an awareness of and biblical answers to false religious teachings opposing Christianity today. Today is part three and the final part of an interview with Joe Keim, a former Amish man. Joe and his wife Esther left the Old Order Amish community as young adults and are now working together in a ministry to reach those lost in the legalism of the Amish religion with the gospel of grace of Jesus Christ. Joe and Esther's ministry is called Mission to Amish People and can be found on the net at mapministry.org. They have resources to help you learn about the Amish way of life and the religion and info on how you can play a part in reaching the Amish for Christ, maybe even somebody you know. They also provide high-quality assistance to members of the Amish community who are trying to integrate into modern English communities. Joe, welcome once again to the show. Thank you very much. Good to be back again. All right. We talked a lot last week about, uh, we, we finished talking about your testimony. We got into some doctrinal questions, and we're going to kind of pick up in the middle again. And we are talking about the sermons. What are the sermons about in the Amish church? And again, who preaches them? Well, you have the uh, ones that uh, are filling the positions of either bishop or lay ministers. The deacon never preaches. But uh, here, some of the things that he might have in the sermon are Old Testament uh, stories, uh, uh, probably mostly Old Testament examples, uh, some New Testament scriptures like Romans chapter 12 where it says, Be not conformed to this world, or First John chapter 2, Love not the world, neither the things in the world. And then there's many, many stories that have been told for years and years about those who have left the Amish and there was no hope for them. And and there's all kinds of uh, stories I wouldn't even have time to get into, but uh, they're scary stories. (laughs) Okay. So there's no, like, verse-by-verse exegesis of the Scriptures? No. No. Okay. Other than disobedience to the Ten Commandments, what is considered a sin in the Amish religion? Here's some of the main ones. Um, We have divorce, uh, or women cutting their hair or going without a head covering. Birth control is considered a sin. Jewelry, uh, going to war. My my own dad went to prison for over a year because he refused to be drafted or go go to war. Uh, They do not believe in getting involved in any political or government activity. And then obviously, uh, anyone who goes against the traditions of the forefathers is considered to, to be living in sin. Joe, what is the, I don't even know if I'm saying this right, but the Ordnung or the Ordnance Letter, what, what is that about? It's sort of an Amish uh, word, I guess, Ordnung. It is a, uh, in my case, we had a 
22-page letter that was handwritten, and, and it had all the rules on it that uh, governed their closing, their home, their work habits and lifestyles. Everything was handwritten. And, uh, and, and twice a year they would read this off and remind the people of the importance of living the rules. So it's very legalistic. Very. Uh, it would remind you of the Old Testament law, very much so. Hmm. So what kind of issues is an Amish person who leaves the religion and the community faced with? When you leave the Amish community, you leave your family and your friends in most cases. And uh, then obviously when you do leave, you have to learn a brand new culture that you, you, you might have thought you, you knew, but, but, but you really didn't. It would be kind of the same way as if you decided to go Amish and you woke up one morning and there were no light switches, there, was not a, there were no cars to get into, no electric, and, 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 and so it's, those are some of the things they would be faced with. Another thing is vulnerability. Uh, they, they're very vulnerable when they leave. Uh, they trust everybody and then people take advantage of them, and so that's a tough one. How does your ministry help these people? We have uh, quite a few different ways that we're trying to help. Uh, one of them is a Tuesday night support group. We've uh, actually established several support groups. And uh, the other one is a donation center where we keep it sort of like a goodwill. Churches donate closing, and then when uh, the Amish leave, we take them there and, and take them through, and they can pick out whatever they want. Uh, the ministry also provides basic life skills, such as driving lessons and Social Security cards and employment, uh, help them fill out their employment applications, GEDs, job interviews, and, and then also some counseling. If you just joined us, I am interviewing Joe Kime, a former Amish man. If you want to contact Joe by phone, his area code is 419, and the phone number is 962 one five one five or on the web at mapministry.org. Joe, why do many ex Amish people once they leave they reject all religion? They have gotten probably because they have gotten gotten so fed up with being told how to do things and how to live that they just don't want any part of anything anymore. And so many of them go completely the other direction. So many get involved, I heard, in drugs and alcohol even? Yes, hmm. pretty much so. That's sad. What is the most important thing that you would share with an Amish person? If I was, anytime I have an opportunity to share anything with an Amish person, it's simply asking questions. You see, they've, they've been taught to live a certain way, and, and they rely on what they've been taught, and they never question, they, they just don't question it. They're not allowed to. But when you ask them questions, it makes them think. Right, that's what I train even people to do when they talk to Jehovah's Witnesses or Mormons. That's an excellent way to witness. Mm -hmm. By talking about witnessing, how do we witness to them? Can we just kind of go up to them and hand them a track and share the gospel like anybody else on the street? Or is there a a list of do's and don'ts that you would recommend? Yeah, it's it's not it's evangelism is more of a process than an event, and uh, 
that's one thing I've learned myself. It, it, normally, when you hand out pamphlets, they, they'll just throw them away because uh, they don't want no part of it, and they're told by the, taught by the church not to have read anything outside of their own um, books and, and information. But I always tell people, go where they are. Don't wait for the fish to come to you. And crisis times are God's times. Uh, nothing gets their attention like bargains. They are always hunting for bargains, and uh, if you have a bargain, uh, you will get their attention. Number two, gain their trust and respect. You know, bake them a pie. We're used to eating their pies, but this time it's overturned them. Bake them a pie. Number three, ask questions uh, that will make them sense. Think. For instance, a good question to ask is, how does an Amishman get to heaven? And uh, then, uh, you know, sad as this may sound, get them to question their belief. That's right. That's what we have to do. Has your ministry led anybody to Christ? We have led many, many people to Christ. Um, through over Bible studies, uh, correspondence uh, that we send out to Amish homes, we have over 8,500 students, and we... There's hardly ever a week that goes by we don't get a real clear testimony of salvation back. And we actually had one of the students, a couple of the students that were killed in Pennsylvania were some of our top students in the, the Sunlight Club. Wow. If you just joined us, I am interviewing former Amish man Joe Keim. If you want to contact Joe at his website, it's www.mapministry.org. He is from Mission to Amish People. If you want to call him on the phone, it's 419-962-1515. Joe, how can somebody listening to this interview right now, how can they help your ministry? There's a couple different ways. Obviously, one of the first desires we have is to uh, gain prayer warriors that will pray for us, pray for the Amish people. And if you go online to our website, you can uh, actually sign up for the Prayer for Seven Forever. And literally what that is, is you, you put in your name and you hit the go button. I don't know how it works, but you, anyways, you get seven names of Amish people. And, and you just adopt those seven names and pray for them. Uh, for their salvation, and uh, then number three, uh, we are a ministry that is nonprofit, and we we only survive with donations. We have about 35 churches that support us on a regular basis, and probably 70 to 80 individuals. And uh, we are actually trying to raise about another twenty thousand dollars for next year because we have to add a third person to our staff. So what if somebody wants you to come and speak at their church? What should they do? First thing is probably just to call us. And uh, we have a packet of information that we can send out. It describes the ministry, what we believe, and, and what our goals are. Uh, we, do, uh, we either do missions conferences or we do uh, regular church services, special groups. We do whatever we can to help uh, churches on the outside become aware of the need, and uh, we would be very happy to uh, schedule meetings. Do you go all over the country, or you stay kind of regional? We go, 
boy, we we go wherever we are uh, asked to come to, and we do it on a love offering basis. Um, uh, we have been in I don't know how many different states, but quite a few different states out out west. All there's a lot of Amish out through Missouri, Iowa, and then of course Pennsylvania, Ohio, uh, and, and we just go wherever we're asked uh, to come to. Do you have any resources online or in your ministry that would be available to equip church people to reach out to Amish people? We have some resources. We have some Bible study material that we put together with uh, uh, attractive covers that, you know, if, if, if you gave it to an Amish person, it would attract their attention. And uh, we have one little booklet that has been very popular. It's called uh, My Amish Vows, Are They Binding? And another man from Canada and myself wrote the, the, the booklet, and uh, it's, it's very powerful. Uh, I, they're, they're like 30 cents a piece. We give them out either by the hundreds, or if you want one of them, we, we can do that too. We also have a tape ministry. and, and uh, But if you go online, you, you will be able to see some of the things that we have. Okay, again, that web address is mapministry.org, mapministry.org. If you're interested in a CD of this three-part interview on the Amish religion, you can contact me. My email is help at tower2truth.net. My phone number is 610-513-5525-610-513-5525. My website, again, is tower2truth.net, and you can find past radio shows archived on MP3 form ready to listen to online or download. You can find info on Jehovah's Witnesses, Mormonism, Roman Catholicism, Oneness Pentecostals, Islam, and more. And don't forget to tune in next week for part one of Jehovah's Witnesses, a nonprofit organization. And remember, don't just believe everything you hear, but test all things. Thank you for listening to this podcast series. Check out Mission to Amish People online at www.mapministry.org or keep up to date with us on Facebook and Google+. Thank you again and have a blessed day.